This podcast is made possible by the generous support of the Center for Restorative Breast Surgery in New Orleans. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the BreastCancer.org podcast. I'm Jamie DiPolo, the senior editor at BreastCancer.org. Today's guest is Deidre Langridge, one of the women whose story of breast cancer diagnosis and breast reconstruction is featured on the BreastCancer.org site. A former pharmaceutical sales rep, Deidre is a three-time cancer survivor. She was diagnosed with melanoma in 1991 at age 32. In 2006, she was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma at age 47. Three days before Christmas in 2014, and 12 weeks before her son's wedding, she was diagnosed with hormone receptor positive breast cancer in two spots. She had double mastectomy and immediate DIEP flap reconstruction on January 18th. She also had nipple reconstruction and tattooing. Her goal was to be able to dance at her son's wedding, and she did. She continues to take an aromatase inhibitor. Deidre is one of three women whose stories are featured in the BreastCancer.org video series on reconstruction after breast cancer surgery. Today, she's going to talk to us about making the videos and sharing her story. Deidre, welcome to the podcast. It's a pleasure to have you today. Thank you so very much. It's an honor to be with you. What was your first thought when the people from the center asked if you'd like to participate in a video? Had you ever done anything like that before? I was actually, I felt extremely honored. Uh, There aren't many times when you experience something such as breast cancer that you have an opportunity to be a spokesperson uh, in a manner of which this would have afforded me. There are many patients at uh, the breast center and for them to have um, chosen me to highlight them, I felt completely honored. And an opportunity to pay back, if you would say, or pay forward um, everything that the doctors, Dr. Uh, Scott Sullivan and his uh, group had done for me. Did you have any hesitation at all? Did you think, oh, I don't, I don't know if I wanna share all those details? No. I knew I would uh, want to share them completely. I do it on a regular basis. I um, volunteer at our local cancer center. Once I retired five years ago, I wanted to give back to my personal oncologist, Dr. Jay Sox, after um, a bout with some cancer. And when I went to him and said I wanted to volunteer, they all were very happy to have me. And so I sit, my main goal when I walk in is I ask, is anybody, is today their first day? And they particularly point me out to a, any breast cancer patients, if it's their first or second time, if I may have missed them. So I always take an opportunity to share my story. That's all I can talk about is my story. And if they ask, you know, what do you recommend? I can only talk about me. I've learned that. I say, what, I did. And so I, I use it as um, an opportunity to share and hopefully that someone else will um, gain wisdom. That's, that's excellent. Now, your husband is in the video with you. Was he, was he at all hesitant about doing that? Because it's, I mean, you're a family, but it is your story, not really his story. Was he hesitant at all or was he, nope, let's do it? Actually, that's where I think you and I might uh, disagree on that point, because 
it is his story. It is the caregiver story, without a doubt, because breast cancer doesn't affect just the woman who is going through it. It affects her whole family. Um, it affected my daughter, my son, uh, my husband completely. It affected our whole family unit. It affected my mother, my, my sisters, um, but him in particular because we've been together at that point in time for 42 years. He's the only man that I'd been with. And so, yes, um, me having breast cancer, us making the decision of what I was going to do, he said it was totally up to me. He would support me in any fashion. Um, the decision of what I wanted to do uh, when Dr. Socks at our appointment stated what I had, my instant question was, am I having chemotherapy? Because my son's wedding was so close. Um, his no, it was caught so early. And then he said, where do you want to go? And I said instantly, Dr. So Scott Sullivan. No ifs, ands, buts, that's where I'm going. And uh, my husband looked at me and was very surprised that I had such a quick answer on who I was going to. And he was like, okay, whatever you want to do, we'll go wherever you want. Um, and at that point in time, then he took over any um, insurance, financial part. It was all him. He said, for me, it was up to me to get well, get healthy. And he took on all the other responsibilities in family. So consequently, it is very much about him because he took on everything else. So yeah, it was a, it's definitely a partnership between the two of us all the way through because then he was also my caregiver when I came home. He stayed with me night after night in the hospital and then he was my caregiver without a doubt. So um, when he, when I told him about the um, opportunity to tell my story, he was uh, very moved and uh, wanted me to do it very much so because he knows that there are so many women out there who may be on the fence as what to do. And he wanted me to tell my story without a doubt. Thank you for that. I, I appreciate that. That's an excellent point. It is a uh... The whole family, the whole caring unit, family, friends, everybody is affected. So that's an excellent point. Now, when you were considering what type of reconstruction to have, um, would you mind sharing a little bit about how you made that decision? I had been a pharmaceutical rep for about 16 years in OBGYN offices and had taken lunch in and sat with um, ladies around a table and we'd had, you know, just a generalized conversation for years of what if, especially if a doctor had to give a patient um, a diagnosis. And I'd always said at my own personal um, uh, gynecologist's office, oh, no question about it. We would definitely do double mastectomy, wouldn't even think about it. And then I got that diagnosis and I caught myself second-guessing. What did I really need a double mastectomy? Um, and only, I had only talked to men up until the point questioning it. And it wasn't until I got um, my female 
gynecologist, my female niece, who is a uh, MFM, maternal fetal medicine doctor, to confirm to me, and several of my girlfriends and my sister and my mother to confirm to me that, no, I was not being at all vain or um, unsure of what I had been stating in the past, that I was very right in making the decision of uh, a double mastectomy. And I had actually gotten the phone call from my doctor's office. It was my nurse practitioner, um, Kelly Brewster, who called. And I stepped out of the restaurant um, that my husband and I were at. And she had a long conversation with me. And when I went back into the restaurant, my husband said it was like I was a different person because it was an instant um, understanding and why, no, this is completely the right decision to make. She solidified the fact that it wasn't cosmetic, that um, it was truly a medical decision to do the double mastectomy. And I am so grateful because I had precancerous cells in the other breast. That you didn't find out about until after. So, um, yes, I was so grateful that um, I had made that choice and that decision. Did you talk to any other women who had had that same type of surgery and reconstruction? I had spoken with many ladies because of volunteering. I sit with uh, ladies uh, getting infusion. I, you know, and that's why I think I also have a good understanding of why when you asked uh, about my husband's participation, because I sit with the husbands or the caregivers with the uh, woman uh, getting the chemo after or before they're uh, are doing a mastectomy. Um, so yes, I had spoken with several and uh, of all different ages, uh, 31 to 72 probably in that age group. And, uh, you know, had also had conversations of, you know, why a single mastectomy or why a double mastectomy. So I had input that year from many different people. Your recovery goal was to be able to dance at your son's wedding, and it sounds like you did very well. You, you two-stepped, I understand. How did you feel um, when you were at the wedding and then you started dancing? Did you, I mean, did that kind of make your recovery complete? Did you feel different? Did you feel like, yes, I am through this, I achieved my goal? It was kind of twofold. When I walked down the aisle at, in the church um, with my husband and my son, um, that was an extremely defying moment uh, because I heard many tears, a lot of crying. And I knew what it was for. And I was so joyous because I had achieved it. I did it. Um, it was just a wonderful feeling. And I was so happy for two reasons. Um, I had raised a wonderful man that I was passing on to a beautiful young lady to 
have a new family. And um, God had blessed me with the healing that I needed to be there. And then we get to the reception, and it was our turn to dance. And he wanted a country western song. I wanted to dance to Happy. Um, and he said no, because all of his friends would join us on the dance floor. So he wanted to dance country western, and my condition was he had to two-step. And so I taught him how to two-step around the house, and we had a good time practicing. And he started going around in the typical circle, and I looked at him and I said, uh, do you remember our deal? And he said, you ready, Mom? Are you leaving or am I? And my statement was, take it, son, you're the man. And we danced half of the dance floor, and it was just a glorious moment. It was my moment with my son, um, probably the same as a father walking his daughter down the aisle, just that highlight of life and breast cancer did not take that away from me. I got it. It, it. it was a phenomenal moment. That's wonderful. So wonderful. Now, when you were talking about your story on camera, um, how did you feel? Did, did going over all that again, did it dredge up a lot of feelings that maybe you thought you didn't have or you know maybe you had them all the time was it was it hard at all did it make you feel anything different i'll be very honest it was extremely hard um because having the three cancers i had uh buried a lot and uh going over it um looking around the room at points in time and seeing the reaction to the story of uh, the different folks in the room when I, when it was being uh, courted was difficult. Um, but it did weigh heavy on my soul. Um, it was good to finally maybe get it all out again, uh, which I have worked through. Um, and I think it's also helped my daughter and my son and even my husband work it all through it final. Um, I think when they see the video, that will be a, uh, it'll be a very tearful moment, but hopefully a joyful moment because there was one part, um, when we were watching Pierce and Jamie's wedding video, which my husband and I had not seen, which we were just blown away. It had been over two years and we hadn't seen the video. But um, when the picture came up and it was my whole family, I broke down because, you know, that was my moment to get there. So um, it, it brought up a lot, but it was something that needed to finally surface and be handled and... I'm very grateful. Um, I'm in a group of women called Unite, and it's a um, an empowering group of women that uh, Lisa McKenzie is the producer of, and, and it's a um, 
incredible group. And there's this line, and finally she came out with, that it says, uh, cancer doesn't get the best of you, it brings out the best of you. And I think this video experience has really brought out the best of me. It sounds like it has. And it sounds like I was going to ask you if there was one part of making the video that was very memorable for you. It sounds like watching your son's wedding video would be that moment. Yes, it really was. It's interesting that you and your husband hadn't watched the video before. What, was there a conscious reason or you just never got around to it? I, I, you know, looking back and I haven't made the book like going on Shutterfly and because I have the, the um, disc to make the album for him, you know, hard book, and I haven't done that yet. Um, I think it's because of what had, we had gone through from December to their wedding that it would have brought up too many too many feelings and we just didn't do it. Um, Jamie and her mother and even myself, we had planned this wedding for a year and a half and for breast cancer to sneak up on us in Roy Mine's eyes, uh, you know, four months ahead and the confirmation 12 weeks ahead. Um, just really shot a hole in it and I did everything I could to not pull the light away from what they had worked so hard for. If a woman came to you today and said she'd been di- just been diagnosed with breast cancer, what would you say to her? The first thing I would ask her is, um, when did you find out? Um, have you made any decisions or what doctors said because that's really important um, and I can't influence them on what they should do because I never I don't use the word should anymore I work very hard not to um, I would ask her um, had she ever thought about what she would do in this situation in the past or if she had any exposure to anyone in her family or friends who had breast cancer. That's really important because if someone has knowledge, then you can work from there. If they don't, then you have to build from that point forward. Um, And that's what I do in the infusion center. Because actually, there are so many that I've even come across that have started chemo immediately, but they don't know where they're going from that point. Uh, They haven't made the decision of uh, lumpectomy or uh, single mastectomy or double or reconstruction or implant or own tissue. And I tell my story to them in person. And fortunately, I know so many women in our group of Unite and their stories, I can relay the different ladies' stories and connect them directly to other women locally um, for them to talk to. 
You're a valuable resource, it sounds like. I try to be. I try to be. Deidre, thank you so much. This has been a lovely experience for me. It was a pleasure to get to know you. And thank you so much for sharing your story with all the visitors on our website. Thank you very much. Bless you, darling.